I'm your host, Jo Edwards, and today I'm speaking again to Mark Stenner, founder of financial services firm Hampstead Wealth. This podcast is looking at pension options. Now, pensions are certainly not a topic we're taught about in school, uh, which means we're all too often considering pensions far too late in life for them to make a real difference. With recent statistics suggesting that one in three UK retirees will have to rely solely on the state pension, we need to look at what we do to secure the best retirement for ourselves. So Mark, in two sentences, can you sum up to me what the options are and why pensions should be made a number one priority? Uh, sure, thanks Joe. There are plenty of options available, but for simplicity's sake, we're going to look at the, as you said, the pension option. Several variations of pensions. There's a personal private pension managed by, by an individual. Um, one has a, a workplace pension, which is administered by your employee, employer, although the employee can have or does have an element of control as to certain investment decisions. And why should we be thinking about pensions? Well, well, like you said, a third of us have no savings for later on in life. That figure increases to a shocking 53% among women. It's, it's time we start to take a serious look at our income in retirement. Okay, let's start by tackling personal pensions. So tell me more. Sure. Personal pension is a, is a pension pot which you or I would take out through a pension provider. You, the individual, decides the contribution levels. That's to say how much you wish to pay in and where to allocate the or, um, or where to invest the funds. You can also ask your employer to contribute in line with contractual some, any, any contractual rights you have with your employment contract. When talking about personal pensions, you'll also hear the term self-invested personal pensions or SIPs for short. This is a personal pension, much like what we've just been discussing, but I would say for the more experienced investors, individuals that want to take a very hands-on approach to the investment decisions. So you have to look after the pot yourself. Why open one at all? Doesn't that just mean extra work when we all don't have enough time already? No, not at all. Personal pension in whatever format is a fabulous way of saving efficiently. You could term it efficient compulsory saving. You're planning for your future with the added incentive that the government contributes alongside you by way of tax relief. So, for example, if you want to contribute £100, the government pays the first £20, the first 20%. If you're a higher earner, that incentive is increased. But critically, you can, you can be involved... You can be as involved or not as you wish. You can set the rhythm. There are pension funds that cater for the less experienced or people that want a hands-off approach. And there are pensions for the more interested who wish to take a much more active role in, in, in making their decisions. And why open a personal pension pot at all? What's wrong with just stuffing our money into the mattress? Well, holding on to a bit of cash isn't the worst of our worst idea it doesn't compare to the tax advantages though of, of a personal pension as mentioned below so as we know inflation erodes the value of our money 100 pounds today will not have the same value next year you'll not be able to purchase the same level of, of goods because inflation has eaten away at the value so we need to invest in a structured way to keep pace with inflation to beat inflation that's done by other investments uh, away from cash and we have varying levels of risk that an individual can take so the higher the risk the higher the potential of greater returns but we've got to be sensible we have to take account of a person's overall personal circumstances 
we, as, as we know, investments can go down as well as up. We need to ensure a person's standard of living will not be impacted by certain movements or by sudden movements in the downward direction. Therefore, we've not, we, we need to look at a raft of issues. We need to look at time frame. We need to look at a person's age, just to name just two. Okay, so what are the rules around personal pensions? Are there any pitfalls our listeners should look out for? There are, which is why we always um, uh, advise that people seek support before ploughing cash into a pension scheme. While, while there are no restrictions on how many personal pension pots an individual can have, there are rules around the total amount you can contribute each year. Contributing too much, for example, will impact the tax relief one can receive. There are ceilings as to how much an individual can contribute over a lifetime. Individuals in danger of contributing too much, therefore, should speak to an advisor as there may very well be other options available, other tax efficient options that will that are available for them to, to save for their future. And li- likewise, when it comes to making withdrawals, we can make life changing mistakes that can dramatically impact on the amount of tax we've got to pay in retirement. Okay, Mark, now let's talk about taking money out of our pensions. How do we get the best return on our investment? Currently, you can start taking money out of your personal pension as soon as you turn 55 and you don't even have to stop working. Savers can take 25% of their pot as a tax-free lump sum and use the remaining balance to provide a taxable income. This is is what we call income drawdown. In fact, you don't even have to take the full 25% in one go and you can phase it in over a number of years. That may very well be a preferable option for, for a lot of people. However, potentially you're not restricted on how much you can take. Should you choose to do so, you could take the whole amount immediately, paying tax on the remaining 75%. Now, obviously doing so would result in a huge tax bill. So that's why we like to sit down with our clients and talk about their requirements in retirement. How and when to take your personal pension is a huge life-changing decision, not one which should be taken lightly. So is income drawdown then the only way that savers can take cash from their pension? Not at all. Individuals can have what's known as as the annuity option available to them as well. An annuity can provide a saver with a guaranteed income payable for either the rest of their life or even for a, a limited period of time. In exchange, say what the savers do is they sell the entirety or a portion of their pension pot to the annuity provider. Those looking for a future proof uh, future-proof income in, in retirement for themselves as well as a spouse uh, should consider annuities but should not completely disregarding uh, investing their pension pot themselves. There are several variations of annuities, decisions can, that one can take can, can be irreversible and, and final. Therefore, as always, investing your pension uh, is going to be one of the biggest financial decisions you'll have to make in your life. So always seek expert advice. Okay, thanks, Mark. So before we wrap up this podcast, can you give us some tips or pieces of advice you think every pension saver should know about? Sure, Joe. One, uh, make the most out of your pension allowance. Your £40,000 annual allowance can be backdated by up to three years, subject to certain rules. Two, pick an income target in retirement. Uh, This is going to help you understand and see the bigger picture of what you need to do now and for how many years before you retire, before you're able to retire comfortably. Um, Maximise your pension contributions. Paying more now means more income later and possibly increases the the prospect of uh, being able to retire early. 
And finally, I think probably most importantly, seek advice. Your pension could well be your only income in retirement. So don't rush and make hasty decisions. Reap the rewards of proper planning. Okay, thanks very much, Mark. Um, so, listeners, if you have any questions about today's podcast, please get in touch with the experts at Hampstead Wealth. We've dropped all the contact details in the episode notes. And join us next time when Mark will be back to discuss investment ideas for first-time investors. So if you've come into wealth recently and haven't really got an idea where to put it, then that topic's for you. Uh, thank you for listening and see you next time.